to today's episode of Girls Got Goals, a podcast for the woman who's chasing her goals while balancing the demands of everyday life. I'm your host, Chelsea Reed. And I'm your host, Brittany Fraze. And today we're talking all things mom guilt. We're going to be touching on a range of topics like overcompensating when feeling guilty, taking me time, working, food and eating, guilt around what we feed the kids and what we indulge in ourselves Mm -hmm. and uh, don't let them have any of it. Uh, bad parenting days, so yelling, having a short temper, lack of patience, and guilt of not being able to do it all. So many things to feel guilty about. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Mom guilt is a real thing. Absolutely, and I think it's such a prevalent thing, and we all experience a range of different guilt, some more um, one area more than others, but I think that this is something that we all experience at one point or another in our parenting journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to dive into them in a specific order, Britt? Is there any that is calling to you that you want to shout out right away? Oh, well, number one, I'm, I don't know if it's just like a sign that it's number one, or if it just like happened that way, or probably cause we brought it up first, but overcompensating when feeling guilty. So recently, uh, because I've been having my anxiety and then going on medication and just like, I've definitely been detaching more from my kids because I am trying to focus on myself and I just don't have like the patience for them which kind of leads to like the I won't say like bad parenting days but like yeah I just don't want I'm like touched out and I don't want to deal with them um sometimes you know and I just need some space and it's made me feel guilty so last week I went and bought Livy like a baby playpen mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like not super pricey, but just like total overcompensating because I felt guilty um, that I wasn't emotionally there for her. So um, tried to be there yeah in another way for her which was like here's a new toy bright shiny object right I think that's a really common thing too and you know I grew up a lot with that actually my dad my dad was working all the time he was on the road so this is something that I've experienced on both ends so my dad was always gone um we didn't um see him a ton so he kind of like spoiled us with items as well so gifts and actually, I mentioned in a previous episode that when my parents split up, me and my dad had a very strained relationship for a couple of years. Um, and so as a young adult, even, my dad showed his love for me and like buying me things versus because he felt bad about not having the time or not being mm-hmm. able to make the time or having missed time. And I do the same thing like with my kids. Like um, if I – and I don't necessarily – overcompensate with buying them things I overcompensate with letting them get away with things Mm. so I don't know if this is something that rings true to any of you guys but there are some days where I don't have the most patience and like I've maybe had a rough morning with the kids getting out the door and maybe I've shouted and raised my voice a little more than I want to and maybe I've been a little bit of a stickler like huffing and puffing breathing over the next to get out the door and (laughs) all that stuff and at the end of the day I feel really bad about it so I cave and let my kid like watch her tablet for two hours Mm. when like normally that wouldn't fly in our house yeah but I feel bad I feel like I've been a jerk mom so I kind of have to just like let her do what she wants to do to make up for it and she's five now and I'm starting to see the um the patterns that she knows (laughs) That she can do those things if I feel guilty. So Mm. (laughs) she's starting to be a little manipulative. Um, But yeah, that's definitely where a lot of my mom guilt kicks in is I feel like I need to spoil them in other ways, essentially. Totally. I find that too with like dealing with my anxiety. I've also allowed Livy to have a lot of tablet time. 
And I mean, like, I feel like, to be honest, it's helped her with her vocabulary quite a bit more. So like, <laughs> there's some brownie points there. <laughs> Trying to, like, get some pros out of this. Some but, educational yeah. <laughs> shows. Yeah. They have uh, educational apps on there, right? Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, so totally, like, letting her use that. Or recently, because I've just been so overwhelmed with things, I do find myself letting the kids get away with more, too. You Like, normally... I went for dinner the other night and um, to catch up with a friend. And normally I'd be like, Livy, you have to sit here. Like, these are the rules. You have to follow them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just more like, she's like, I want to sit at this other table. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but you stay there. But that's almost and like, I'm like can't get back up. I know. But it's just like, normally I would be more strict. Yeah. And I find that because I'm just like, I have no like capacity, like mentally to deal with this. I'm just like, okay, fine. Like, just almost like almost do whatever you want to the point where it's like you have to be a decent human being mm-hmm. so i mean it's not a bad thing though yeah. i'm sure like tyler's probably like i would let her do it like that anyway but, <laughs> but i'm course. just very and maybe it's just learning something different for me right like while i'm going through all of this like everything teaches you something and i am very like a type like things need to be scheduled and planned and um you know, like there's certain rules and these have to be followed. And like, I was always raised like every, like the house needs to be cleaned all in one day. Right. So that's all changing, um, for me. Cause I get mom guilt from that too. Right. Like if I haven't washed my floors or if I, I feel like the toilets are too dirty or like all those weird things. Right. But it all comes together. And usually it's like your house needs to be cleaned in one day. And, like, this week, I think I did the laundry on Sunday, the bathrooms on Monday, the uh, dusting on Tuesday, and then Tyler vacuumed on Wednesday. That sounds like my week. <laughs> but, yeah, but I just, like, I still, if I'm like, no, it's still dirty. Because, mm-hmm. you know, because that's my, like, the guilt, right? Like, I, it needs to be done, quote, unquote, properly. Yeah. And if it's not, then I'm just, like, I feel... Like, I'm not mom enough. Mm -hmm. And that's a big struggle. So that kind of, I know this is the last thing that we put on our list, but this really ties into that guilt of not being able to do it all. Mm -hmm. Right? So Mm -hmm. feeling like we maybe need to be super mom and we need to have all the things done all of the time because otherwise our kids are not going to have like a a clean enough house or, you know, their routine's not going to be perfect enough or whatever the case is. I I find that... That is something that I've really let go of this year. Um, And it's been the hardest thing ever to Mm. be able to let go of that notion of like, I want to be able to do it all. I want to be able to have my kids dressed looking like reasonable human beings. I want them to have had a good breakfast. I want them to eat their meals. I want them to bath every other night and wash their hair properly. I want them to be in bed at the same time all the time. And I want to be able to get my work done and get my housework done and provide, you know, affection for my for Rick and all of this stuff and oh my god just listing all of those things that I expect of myself makes me need a nap like I Mm -hmm. it's we put so much pressure on ourselves yeah oh absolutely I completely agree and I had actually like a mom slash play date on Monday um with um a friend and woman who goes to my church and she was literally like do you ever sit down and I was like no Mm-hmm. No, I don't. And I'm slowly learning it's because, A, I'm, like, I want everything to, like, and it's bad because I'm teaching my kids, like, that, oh, don't worry about cleaning up your own toys. Mom's just going to clean them up for you as mm-hmm. you play because, like, I can't stand the mess. But 
I've been realizing as I'm slowly like peeling back the layers and, you know, evaluating myself that the reason why I can't sit still is because I don't want to sit still in, um, my thoughts and Mm -hmm. I don't want to allow those things to come forward. Mm -hmm. Um, and which is one of the reasons why my, my anxiety is so bad in the evenings is because like during the day I can do a thousand and one things to not think about any of it and to, um, push it away Mm -hmm. but as the day turns to night and everything creeps forward I've like there's no there's less and less chance to escape it because then I become more and more like alone right Mm -hmm. and I think that's where some of those things kind of come from too right trying to do all the things and be all the things and it's like a coping mechanism mm -hmm. yeah but yeah like with the cleaning the house or making the food or that's one of the things too um like even with like look talking about cleaning the house or doing all the things <clears throat> we had our woman of wildwood party here and i remember one of the neighbors uh one of the girls coming over and being like do you even have kids who live here <laughs> the one who has five kids <laughs> yeah and i was like yeah but it's funny because we we get so caught up in you know what we think that we don't realize that our idea of what it should look like and someone else's idea is different Mm -hmm. and that people, you know, what, whatever stage you're in, you're like, Oh my God, this is a disaster. And they're like, this is amazing. Yeah. And you just don't realize like how different your perspective are perspectives are. Mm -hmm. I finally noticed that too. random side note tangent that we always go on, but like, um, just being grateful for like the home we live in. And sometimes like I had those moments with Tyler. I'm like, I can't believe we're married. And like, I can't believe we own this house. And like, you know, those sorts of things. And sometimes I just find, for me personally, like the Lord just has these ways of just like reminding me that um, we're just so grateful and and we're, we should just be so thankful and appreciative. You know, mm-hmm. um, my brother-in-law had come over and he was just like, your house is beautiful. And I was like, well, there's like scratches in the wall here and there's like a little scuffs there. And he's like, he's like, this is amazing. Like, it's so nice. Like, you know, and I was just like, had to take a minute and just, absorb it and just be like thank you you Mm -hmm. know and I think that happens with our kids sometimes too right people we're just so busy like noticing their imperfections because they're trying to perfect those Mm -hmm. for them um or help them recognize like how to be good humans that we forget to acknowledge all the things they're doing right and all the things we've done right as moms to help them get to be where they are right right um you know, like when our kids aren't with us, how do they act? You mm-hmm. know, and a lot of times it's really good. And we, I think we also forget too that as moms, our kids feel safe with us, right? So a lot of times we see the worst of their behavior because they know they're secure in that relationship. Yeah, that's and we forget I've that. Had to remind myself of big time. I actually, I used to find myself kind of like what you're saying about the house. Like someone will say, oh, that's so nice. And you're, you're pointing out all of the flaws versus just appreciating that. I used to, I remember when I sent Avery to daycare for the first time. Um, and they told me like how good of a listener she was. And I was just like, my kid, what? Like, there's no way. Like, are you lying to me? And even now, like uh, at school, um, we just had Avery's first parent teacher conference and it went pretty much as expected. My daughter is very much a assertive leader. We were told, told that, and we're working on just encouraging her to be a leader without, you know, burning other people. But 
Um, at the same time, her teacher said, like, she listens so well to direction. I never have to ask her anything, like, more than once or twice. And right away, I just, like, got into my own head and was like, what? Like, my child who at my house, literally, I have to repeat something to 10 times before I lose my mind? Like, there's no way. And I think it's just easy to kind of point out those things and to focus on, like, the lack or the the areas of struggle versus actually, you know, just being you know, being able to take in those good things and also focus on the good. I've really been trying to make a point of um, speaking positivity into my kids. I actually bought Avery a really great book at her school book fair yesterday. It's called like, Let Your Inner Unicorn Shine or something. And it's like this little workbook. And it's a workbook that essentially asks her questions like, you know, what are the good qualities that you possess that make you a good unicorn? (laughs) And like cute little things like that. I know it's so cute. We're starting on the weekend. Or on Sunday night. But it's just those little things where I'm like, I personally, as a grown-ass woman, now I need to focus on the good things about myself. And maybe Mm -hmm. it's because I've spent much of my life focusing on the bad. And I want to raise my kids now to be able to to focus on the good things about themselves Mm -hmm. and not just always dwell on the bad. Well, I think it's interesting, too. Because we were were talking about her parent-teacher a little bit beforehand. And laughing about how, like, they use the choice words, right, to describe their behaviors were like, oh, well, that means bossy or that means whatever. <laughs> like, um, and I think it's so interesting because it's so great to have that perspective too. Like those choice words are also true, right? Like the actions these, the children, like our kids are doing can be looked at as negatively, but they can also be looked at as positive, if right? And, the right way. Exactly. And it's so important to like remember that because a lot of times we're just so deep in it that we just see like the bad side of it or the negative of it. Or it's like, well, she's bossy or well, she's, you know, loud or obnoxious or whatever. But it's like, no, that's someone who's going to be a leader and that's someone who's going to be the prime minister one day. Shit's going to change around here, Canada. <laughs> no, she's moving to Hawaii. So. Oh, yeah. She, today, my five-year-old told me that she's never having kids or having a husband. She just wants an apartment in Hawaii. So she's pretty much living. Like, that sounds life. like a really great She's probably going to be one right of those now. people who lives to be 105 years old because there's, like, no stress. I'm like, um, I'll take that life right now. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, she's pretty funny. But, yeah, like Brittany was saying, the choice words. She was told she's a leader and she has a lot of ideas to share and so that means she talks a lot and she's a little bit assertive and bossy and mm-hmm. you know um she gets very excited so you know to share her ideas so we have to work on some patience like little things like that but those are things that make me sometimes when we're at home lose my patience and lose my temper because I there it's hard to navigate because we sometimes don't have that understanding or like we have the understanding but we don't have it in us to like slow down and just remember that our kids are learning how to use these personality mm-hmm. traits of theirs and their feelings like she's five she's yeah and i lose my patience and that's when like i have the guilt around those bad parenting days because mm-hmm. you know i shout at her to you know <laughs> stop running around the house like singing when i'm trying to get out of the house when she's just having an amazing morning and lighting her own fire for the day or like she like we talked about before she wants to do her own um car seat straps and it's like I'm already running late and I want to get going but she doesn't want any help and Mm -hmm. I'm you know scolding her for trying to be independent or she wants to make her own lunch and it doesn't look 
proper to me like because she's ripped half the bread off with her butter and she doesn't care she just is really proud of her mangled sandwich and then I go and make her a new one and she probably feels less le- yeah she probably feels like well mom thinks my sandwich was shitty like because I feel like I need to send her an aesthetically pleasing sandwich so these are things that I just try and like yeah. back up back up reverse reverse and be mindful of and be like does this matter right now? Like, mm-hmm. how can I just let this be? Or how can I use this as a teaching moment? That's yeah. been a big thing for me. Well, absolutely. And one of the things we, as we were kind of typing up notes and talking about too, was like, I am extremely jealous of my husband and the time he spends with our kids because it just seems like so lighthearted and fun. And like, I can never get to that point. And I just feel like so guilty because I'm just like, I need to do all these other things and I can't just like sit down and like be in the moment because we have to put the dishes away or I have to like clean up the toys or I have to do this. But like, you know, at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, like your kids aren't going to be like looking back and like, yeah, I was growing up, my house was messy. Mm-hmm. No, they're going to be like, my mom loved me and my dad watch movies with me and like those are the things I remember right like and uh, you know not all the time but sometimes I ask Livia like did you have fun today and she's like yeah mom like I had the best day and it's funny like those could be the days too where yeah I did have a bad parenting day or I did have a bad moment but they don't see it how we see it and a lot Mm -hmm. of times they just are able to pick out those good moments and be like no like I had a good day because you're my mom and I got to be with you. Yeah. Right? And we just need to slow down and just scale that back and just look at all the simple things and just like, mm-hmm. you know, have that gratitude moment and be grateful for those things that we did right okay. um, because that's what they see. Yeah. You know, I got Avery's journal, like I was telling mm-hmm. you about her Scholastic yes. Book Fair. And we've only been doing it for two nights, but... It's a part of our nighttime routine, I think, from now on for both of us. And just in the two nights that we've done her journal, it's really given me some perspective about my parenting and how I um, give myself a hard time and maybe don't give myself enough grace because I'll ask her like what her favorite part of the day is, like what what she did today, what mm-hmm. was enjoyable and like was there any parts of your day that you wish you could change? Like, was there anything that, you know, tomorrow's a new day. What do you want to, like, what could we change or make different? Or was there anything about your day today that was hard that you want to talk about? And her first day was, she wrote something along the lines of, I went to my parent teacher and, um, I watched a movie. And then I, again, today was, um, we went to good life. Like we went to our gym, we went to good life. We came home. I had a bath and um watched Vampirina like her show and again like I asked her is there anything about today that was hard for you or and she'll mention little things like oh I tripped in the parking lot like whatever <laughs> like and never once has she said I mean it's only been two nights but the last two days I've been really high strung I will admit I've been high strung I've raised my, raised my voice I've lost my temper I told Brittany yesterday I was kind of short fused with Avery when we had company over and when I asked her if she had a hard day, if there was anything that she would want to change or anything that maybe made her feel sad, like she didn't bring up any of those things, you know? And, and I know that it's, she wasn't withholding it from me. Like it was just something that just didn't kind of come to her surface of her mind. That wasn't the bad part of her day. The bad part of her day was slipping on the ice. Like 
Mm-hmm. And she was very, very happy with our day and, and had fun. And she had these memories of what we actually mm-hmm. did when I took the time to slow, slow down and do things together. So just those two nights alone was able to put into perspective to me that, like, she doesn't care about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And if I can just take a moment to, like, just savor these fun little sweet things and give myself a little bit of grace when it comes to that, then I think I'm doing okay. Yeah, totally. I think it's interesting too because I remember just flashback to one of these times I was I was pregnant with Asher at this time, so Livy was a little bit younger, and um, we were at the grocery store and we were like carrying the basket together, and I remember her just having like the time of her life, like, mm-hmm. and that's like the thing, like that something to her was just like so amazing, and that like made her day that she got to carry like a basket handle with mom, you know, mm-hmm. and we just think like that's not enough like or we need to buy things or we need to create these extra special moments and it's not that at all like our kids just want us Mm -hmm. and that's it like it doesn't need to be anything you know like flashing lights and sparkle and glitter and throw an extra three hundred dollars on it to make them um have a great time Mm -hmm. a lot of the time it's taking away those things and just getting back to the natural point of just having that time together that focused intentional time yeah that's been absolutely I have noticed like I feel a little bit of guilt around I work a lot from my phone so I've been feeling guilt about being on my phone a lot when I'm home with the kids and that was a big inspiration for me to do this journal Um, Because Avery does like nighttime reading and we do do nighttime reading, but I just felt like that wasn't, again, saying that wasn't enough. I just wanted something that was more focused on her and I time versus just a story and me leaving or snuggling or whatever. Like something that got her thinking, got me thinking, was able to create a bond. And that alone, like it's 10 minutes. I let her write. I spell like I say the letters out loud and she'll write it because she knows her letters now. She's proud as freaking punch to have written a two sentence journal entry and to have talked to me and for me to like brainstorm with her and talk things through and it takes 10 minutes mm-hmm. and I've just seen like she glows when we do that and I'm I you know I thought to myself like is this gonna make a difference and I'm only two days in but I can I can already see like I bet you months from now it's gonna be one of our favorite things I'm hoping it's one of her favorite mm-hmm. memories too so I really want to stay consistent. Totally. And speaking on that, like taking um, that time to like have to go to work or what that looks like. I know it's different for like, obviously there's, you feel guilty as a mom for staying at home or guilty as a mom for going to work. Like there's no right way to do it. But I definitely notice um, like, yeah, I do go to work and recently um, I have been off so like it's changed our routine you know so dropping Livy off at daycare on the Thursdays and Fridays like she's been getting emotional and getting upset and it like breaks my heart and I'm just like no like you need this time it's so good for you to be with other kids but then also on the flip side of things like we do this podcast and Tyler also you know works from home and then I um, do my um, business um, online as well so you know, I do fi- find that there is guilt because, like, we'll have our phone out or we'll be on the computer and she's like, oh, mommy, daddy's working. Or um, she's like, oh, I need to work too or whatever, right? And it's just, it hurts because I'm like, oh, no, you need to go play. And she's like, well, you're not playing, so, like, why would I play, right? And then you feel guilty for the fact that you're trying to provide or trying to, you know, they don't understand that you're trying to, like, make a better life for them or you're yeah. trying to... 
um, you know, allow them to go to the sports or do the things, right? And that being away means that they have those opportunities to do those things. Yeah. And that's like really a struggle to find that balance and to be able to um, kind of like make it work, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you're a new mom who's going back to work for the first time after having your first child, like that can be a really, really challenging time because you do feel guilty. You feel guilty that, you know, someone else is going to be spending the majority of the time with your kids. You're concerned about like, are they going to remember you? Are they going to like listen better to so-and-so? Or are they going to have more memories of the daycare provider when they grow up? I know that was something really massive Mm -hmm. for me. Missing out on, like, um, new things, too, right? Yeah, like, missing out. Like, let's say your child hasn't started walking yet or when they go to daycare or anything, like, said their first word. But in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, if you're going back to work, um, just remembering that you're doing so to provide, like you said, a better life. And if you have guilt that you're staying home and you're not going ever to provide, just know that you're giving them a great blessing of being able to stay home. Like, Mm -hmm. Like you said, there's no way, there's no right way but we just need to remember that whatever decision we're making, we're making it in what we believe to be the best interest for our family. Yeah. And we have to give ourselves some grace around that. And then when it comes to just like, so outside of working, so things like you time too, I think that's another common, really big area of guilt. I believe that moms need their time away from their kids, away from responsibility to just be. Being a mom is not your only identity. And I think that we lose ourselves a little bit when we have kids. I know I really, really did when I had Avery. And um, especially with suffering with postpartum depression, like it was hard for me to get out of the house when I had the opportunity to and to enjoy my time. I was also very anxious. So whenever I did go out, it was very hard for me to enjoy that. And I felt guilt right away and wanted to come home. Mm. And uh, with Haley, it wasn't so bad. And I really realized like, my me time is so incredibly important because it is what allows me to literally recharge, to breathe, to, you know, have my patience tank kind of like back to semi-full and to just be there for them in a better way. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately we all need to remember that we can't pour from an empty cup and we are very much deserving. We do a lot. Mm-hmm. We're deserving of some us time. Totally. I find one of my big struggles with that is like, so I play volleyball on Mondays in the evenings and sometimes like Livy will, she, like she'll be up or sometimes she'll be embedded. Really varies depending on the time we play. But then it's like, okay, so I have the one thing a week, you know? And I find the struggle is, is adding extra into that because I feel like, well, I've already scheduled this and like that's, I okay, like I deserve that, but then it's like anything above and beyond is like too much. Mm-hmm. Um which is not true, but it's it's definitely really hard. And I don't you know, Tyler works uh shift work, so it makes it difficult as well. But I'm so thankful and I think it's so important to have like you know, they always say like it takes a village, right? So it's so important to have those people like I got asked to play volleyball on Sundays um now as well and I have my family stepped up to help me uh with the kids to watch them because Tyler does work on Sundays and I'm just so thankful but it definitely yeah there's part of me I'm like it makes me feel guilty for wanting to do it but also makes me feel guilty for like needing to do it almost in like some way like I want to do it and it's one thing but I like the fact that I feel like I need that time away makes me feel guilty I guess if Mm -hmm. that makes sense 
Like guilty that you want to almost be away from the kids for a little while? Yeah, well, yeah. I get that. Mm. Yeah. Like you need it for you. Mm-hmm. You need some space. Mm-hmm. I get that. I feel that too every once in a while when like at nighttime, the kids, like let's say Avery, for example, will not be quite asleep yet. And I'm laying in bed because I'm tapped out for the day. And she'll call me and I'll just like pretend I'm sleeping. I won't answer or Rick will go in there and I'm just like, I can't like my emotional tank is at empty right now. And I feel guilt for not going in and like responding to her, but I'm like, I need this space. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'll even like when I come home from an evening, if she's not asleep yet and I know oh, that she might ask for me, girl, I stay in the, the garage. <laughs> I'll stay in the garage. Rick will tell me to, but I'll stay in there and I'm like, does this make me a terrible mom that I'm like literally avoiding my child? But it's just because I get I'm mad. Yeah. Like, I'm not mad at, like, her, but, like, if I... Like, so sometimes Tyler will let her nap, like, during the week if I've been at work. And if, like, if I work late or I have something going on and I come home and it's, like, 7.38 and she's, like, still up, like, I'm mad. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, she's this supposed to be asleep, you know? And I don't... I don't know why. I think it's, like, a mom thing, I feel like, because Tyler doesn't get it. He's, like, no, it's okay. Like, she'll just stay up a little bit later. And I'm, like, no. And I think maybe it's because, like... 99% of the time like I put her to bed mm-hmm. so she always wants me if I'm there and I'm the option but I just like so I'm even when she's like not asleep and she's in her room Tyler's like it's okay I'm like no it's not okay like I can't I can't turn off my mind and like relax till I know they're both asleep mm-hmm. I don't know do you get like do you feel like that or, like you know what I mean like I'm, I can't even I feel like I can't even lay in bed I'm mm-hmm. just like no I can't unwind until I know that they're like down for the count I'm constantly on edge when I don't think Avery's asleep because it, literally at any given moment she could like run laps around the house like she's just <laughs> unpredictable mm-hmm. um so yeah like I for me it's um I I definitely feel um uneasy sometimes and I have to send Rick in when he is home for backup and I feel guilt around that because I'm just like, I can't, like, I'm just, I have no capacity for it. Like we mm-hmm. talked about, I'm at a point where like, I need a few seconds. And even yesterday, for example, Avery had a massive temper tantrum when it came to going to bed and like I laid with her and this is when it happened. Like I was laying in bed journaling and, um, she just woke up and was like screaming for a pillow and Rick went in there, like this little tiny pillow that she has. I guess she misplaced it in bed. Rick went in there to help her find it. And she had called for me. So when Rick came in, she lost it. She wanted me to come in there. And I pretended that I was not available. And um, I felt really badly about it. But I just, I had spent half an hour with her in there. And I needed some me time. I had really clingy kids at daycare. I had a really clingy Haley who wouldn't nap. I had a date. And then he came into bed right afterwards and he just wanted to like snuggle and talk about the day. And I even said to him, I was like, I need 10 minutes by myself, please. Like, just give me space. I'll come out in 10 minutes. We'll watch a movie. I just literally needed to like not be talked to, not be touched, not be addressed, not be needed. Just like be. So I feel guilt around that because then I feel like I'm being a jackass. But I'm really just trying to, Mm -hmm. I have to debrief. Mm -hmm. I have to like process my day. Totally. I know the other day I um, wanted to have a bath because was with Tyler. Like, he he watches the kids Monday to Wednesday, but I was home here with them too. And I was like, I just need to, like, have a bath. And he's like, yeah, go. And then Livy just found out. And she was like, I want to go have a bath too. I'm like, no. I'm like, fuck the bath. And I'm not having a bath. Because, like, this is going to be way more work than I need to be. Like, I'll just 
deal with it later. But yeah, I get the same way. And I find we were talking about this too, but we'll be like laying in bed and talking and I'll just be like, it'll be like a minute later and I'll be like, my eyes will be closed and he'll like do something to like touch me or whatever. Or like, but I think the other day he like touched me and was like, can you scratch my back? And I was like, I was like, no, fuck. Like, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> and he's like, I was literally just talking to you. And I was like, I was sleeping. He's like, it was like 30 seconds. But I, you know, I'm literally just so exhausted. That I'm like, I was actually, I'm pretty sure I'm like 99.9% sure I fell asleep in the 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But just like, ah, uh, you know, it's just like you're so... And I don't, I know he doesn't like understand. He's like, I just want all the cuddles and I just want to be there. And I want to like do that. And I'm like, go. Like, I want you to do be it alone. then. Because I'm like, <laughs> go cuddle her or whatever. Because mm-hmm. He'll come home and he'll be like, I just want to go lay in bed with her. And I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, nah. Like, and he's like, oh, well, she can come in our bed. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, our, this is our bed. This is my space. I need to sleep. She can come at 6 a.m. That's it. You know? And he's like, well, why not? She can come in earlier. And I was like, no. Like, because you're literally with them all day yeah. or dealing with that all day. And I'm like, I cannot just like, it cannot seep into this aspect. <laughs> you, yeah. There's like, I'm making a square with my hands right now. But like, this is my space time continuum. Like, yeah, I've got to have boundaries around that. Like my kids, Avery wants to sleep in our bed all the time too. And I'm just like, no, it's not happening. Also like. Haley has never really been big on wanting to sleep in our bed, but lately she's been asking to sleep in my bed because she just is trying to avoid bedtime. <sighs> the terrible twos. But yeah, it's like, no, this is my time. This is my space. Or like, my kids have tried to climb in my baths all the time. And it's like, can I just like sit in, in some peace and some solace and some quiet? And I was actually just making a comment. Someone posted on Instagram today. Like, do you ever have a meal like, get to finish your whole meal by yourself or whatever. It's a picture of her. Yeah, Andrea posted it. Oh, know? yeah. <laughs> and I said to her, I was like, you know what? I eat more meals in my car and in my bathroom than I would like to admit. Because otherwise, everybody's, like, on my plate and wants my food and wants this. And I'm just like, don't touch my food. This is my food. I'm very protective of, like, my little bit of my stuff that I get. It's very minimal. So I'm like super protective mm-hmm. over it. A lot of the times I find I end up like, if Tyler's not home, I end up eating after. Yeah. Because I can't. Because uh, either as I'm dealing with the kids and my food gets cold or like they try and eat like whatever's on my plate. I'm like, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just feed them their food. Like, make it on a plate that looks like it's meant for you, and then they'll want it, and then just give that to them, and then just eat yeah, it there. just pretend to eat, yeah. The good, good old trickaroo, swaparoo, whatever you call it. But the same thing, right? Like, it's just... And speaking of food, like, do you ever get... My kids had McDonald's today, and it's been, like, weeks yeah. since they've had it, but, like, <laughs> I just feel like you always feel, like, so guilty. I'm like, well, that wasn't healthy, <laughs> but sometimes you just need to do... What you gotta do. What you gotta do. And I'm just, like, so... Especially recently, I've been so drained and tired and exhausted that, like, you know, dealing with the kids on their own. And, like, granted, for Asher, it's, like, the time we pick him up from daycare, it's, like, an hour for him. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, an hour and a half for Livy that I actually have to deal with them. But I'm, like, I just can't... I have no capacity to, like, make them food and then, like, come home, make them food and then try and feed them and, like, deal with all those things and try and juggle it all at once. But... So yesterday I actually pre-made their food too and then just like mic'd it up. But 
yeah, I'm just like, I can't do, we can't be all the things all the time. And we just got to figure out what that looks like. And yeah. one of the things from, we're talking about, like cleaning the house, right? And one of the things Tyler's like, it doesn't need to all be done at once. Like, I'm not going to, like, it, it's okay. You mm-hmm. know, and I'm like, well, no, it's not okay. And he's like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we just can't see that picture that they can see because yeah. everything is in our head. Like, we were just talking about it earlier. I think I I looked back at dinners in my house for the last, like, five nights, and it was, like, either hot dogs and fries, grilled cheese and fries, chicken fingers and fries. <laughs> I was like, we've had something in fries. Yeah, something is super easy to pop in the oven or, like, you know, Abe's had chicken noodle soup on Thursday night with crackers. We <laughs> just... It hasn't been anything fancy because this past week has been really chaotic. But for I us. try. I do the fancy too, though. And Libby's like, I don't want it. Like yeah. I was saying the other day, I made the spaghetti yesterday, and she's like, I don't want it. And I was like, Well, I put it on the bowl, and then it was a little bit later, and she was like, Hungry. I'm like, Hey, go go eat your spaghetti. She's like, oh, no. And I was like, oh. So I'm like, Well, what do you want? She's like, Toast. <laughs> you know. And it's just like, Well, I'm not gonna let my kid go to bed hungry. But it's like. I want you to eat something, you know, but I'm like, oh, toast. Like, I feel like this is all you eat is like toast and waffles. Carbonate. Like, carbs, yeah. <laughs> but in the, yeah, you know, and, and in the grand scheme of things, like, it's going to be fine. Like, you know, they'll get in the, like, we're talking about, like, sometimes, like, the mornings they'll eat the eggs and they'll do all that. So, you know, just trying to get those portions out. And one of the things, like, I follow this uh, Instagram, Kids in Color, and talking about, like, we think, you know, sometimes I feel guilty because I don't think the kids eat enough. But in reality, like, they're eating, like, they do. Like, the amount that they actually need to, like, sustain their little bellies is so minimal. Minimal, And we just forget that. And sometimes we um, we overfill their plate and then we get, like, that mom guilt because we think they don't eat enough. When re- realistically, they ate what they needed to eat. Yeah. And they're full, right? And it's just, I think it's so important to try and recognize that, especially when dealing with... Um, everything this in society table like intuitive eating or whatever like they we're ingrained with with that like as we're born right so pushing that extra is like turning off their switch right yeah yeah i've been trying to be mindful of that too when it comes to the kids like if they tell me they're full okay you're full but if you're asking me for candy like half an hour later then we're gonna have a discussion (laughs) but if you're full and you insist it like okay and I've been trying to be more mindful of that too because same thing, like sometimes in the morning, Avery would barely finish her bowl of oatmeal and I'm thinking to myself, like, is she starving at school? Like, oh my God, like does the school it think I'm a bad mom because her belly's grumbling by like 8.45 in the morning? I don't know. Like, and I just feel really guilty and same thing, Haley will go on a hiatus for like three, four days where she eats like a bird. Like she'll eat like... She'll eat nothing. She'll eat two bites of this in the morning and, like, maybe a bite of this for snack. And she'll have a bottle here and she'll have a couple bites for dinner. And then that's it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, is she just going to wither away in her sleep? And then, like, a couple days later, she'll make up for it and then some. But, yeah, I think we just have a skewed perception of what they need to be eating. And then we're putting those things on them as well. But kids will always eat when they're hungry. Mm-hmm. Always. Sometimes they'll get distracted. But... They yeah. won't let themselves starve. Livy's totally more of like a grazer. Yeah. Like she'll just snack throughout the day, but it's just, then it's just trying to find that balance of making sure like the right snacks are there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely guilt around that. Or like <laughs> the funny thing about like the mom guilt, it's like, you know, I'm in the pantry for something and I'll like grab like a chip or whatever. And she's like, what's in your mouth? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Because you don't want to give them tips. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, what are you eating? Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's nothing. And then you're like, you just like quickly swallow and you like open your mouth and you're like, ah, uh, see? And they're like, see, nothing. And then she's like, hmm, like I'm on to you, but okay. <laughs> I feel like that, especially since recently we've had Halloween. Every once in a while, like my kids will literally for, we had our Halloween bag at the bottom of our pantry. And at one point Haley was going into the pantry first thing in the morning and would literally grab a sucker. I'm like, I want a sucker. And I'm like, no, that's not happening. So I had to put it above the fridge. So Avery knows like if for whatever reason, like I've pulled out a chair or there's a chair there, like in front of the fridge, it's because I've been in the candy bag and she's like, well, can I have a treat? And I'm like, oh no, you didn't eat dinner yet. She's like, but you had one. I can see that you went in the cupboard. And I'm like, oh my God, she calls me out. And I'm like, no, I didn't. That was, that was earlier. And you know, I was right after my lunch or whatever the case is. And like, no, I just, you know, that was yesterday. And I'm like fitting through my teeth because I'm like, I had three arrow bars 50 seconds ago and you caught me red handed Mm. and I feel guilty. But I think that like every parent does, (laughs) we all indulge a little bit and we don't want to give our kids maybe necessarily all the same sugar and whatever that we're indulging in. But then at the same time, we also have to realize that if we do let them have a treat every once in a while, that like at our own discretion, it's not that of the world either. Mm-hmm. Like we can't beat ourselves up for letting them have, you know, takeout or for letting them have toast for dinner and like not thinking that it's nutritious enough or whatever the case is. Like it's not going to mm-hmm. kill them. Well, not kids in color, actually. They, I, I'm pretty sure it was a study, but they have a post, actually. And they were saying, like, kids who have their dessert on their plate are actually more likely to eat their whole plate of food than a kid who gets dessert after supper. Really? Yeah. Isn't See, that crazy? I'm like, I've never tried it before, but I'm, like, very interested in that concept because it's, tre- it's showing them, and it's talking about, like, they do kind of concepts on, like, talking about candy and how, like, oh, it's bad for you or sugar's not good or, like, oh, you can't have it till after you eat and how it's, like, a reward. And that mm. changes, like, that focus on, like, you know, we're talking about, like, body positivity, intuitive eating, all those things. And that's, like, it's trying to change that dynamic from an early age. Like, you can have your dessert with supper. If you want to have your dessert first, like, that's okay, too. You know, but you just, that all of this needs to be eaten. And whatever order you choose to eat in it in is okay. Um, but also just around the fact that, like, um having sugar like it's okay right or having carbs and like you know and just really changing that mindset that we've all kind of like been ingrained with um but it's really good if i recommend you guys check it out for like those who are interested in they have a lot of different um perspectives and different comments and different like um showing like amounts of food or how to like help with picky eaters and all those things i know that's like one of the things where we feel guilty as moms about and i find that site is really great for that for kids eating goldfish for breakfast lunch and dinner yeah. That guilt seeps in. Mm-hmm. I've been through that. It does blow over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's ways to make like make it work too, right? Like so, trying to find things that you can throw in there and accommodate, or maybe you just like, you know. And I think they they were showing like an example of like it was. I don't know if it was a piece of cheese, but like sometimes even it's just like the shape of it. It's so weird how kids are like picky like that, but it's like you could make like a circle or whatever, a square, like or like a the the leftover square piece with the hole in it from the circle and then mm. you have like a star and they're like oh that was so great do you have any more of these you know mm-hmm. and it's, it's just like well, this is literally is all the same right yeah. yeah it's sensory for a lot of kids my kids have never been particular about that which i am grateful for but they definitely like have their favorite things mm. and it seems to be like me it's a lot of cheesy <laughs> carbs 
<laughs> just yeah. fine. Do they love brie? <laughs> yeah, my kids love anything cheesy, anything oh, like so... baked goods, mm. anything like that, pasta. So, yeah, but yeah. it's all, yeah, like I've just been trying to also remove the word like treat. Mm, um, yeah. Because, like, yes, there are things that are, you know, are treats and whatever. But I just try and just say to my kids, like, you know, this is great to have every once in a while. But we also have to remember to try and incorporate these types of things. So if she says something to me like, <laughs> actually, this is totally irrelevant, but it just made me think about it. But Avery's been trying to get gum all the time. Like, she mm-hmm. wants gum all the time. I and tell Libby it's spicy. She's like, is that your spicy gum? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's spicy. But I say to Aves, I'm like, Aves, like, I have gum very once in a blue moon. I have it, it for me, it's almost like... um it, it is anxiety relieving. Like it's just something to do versus like biting my nails or picking at my skin. Like it's just something else to focus on. So I bought myself a pack of gum recently. Normally I wouldn't have one on me. And so I had a pack of gum and she's like, can I have some? So I gave her a piece and then she wanted another one. She wanted another one. She wanted another one. And I said to her, you know, Abe's like, there's a lot of sugar in this gum. Like it's something, you know, we have every once in a while. Mommy just has one piece every here and there. And she's saying to me, but mom, my breath is so bad. I need another piece of gum. And I'm like, well, like, go brush your teeth, woman. Like, stop trying to blame me. But mom, no, my breath is so bad. I need another piece of gum. I'm like, you're not having a tenth piece of gum. Like, yeah. brush your teeth. But yeah, no, I'm just trying to um, be really mindful of letting them know, like, these treat, these, like, things, these sugary foods, like, all of that stuff, like, they're great to have every once in a while. They're yummy. Like, we, we want to have them every once in a while. We want to be able to, you know, indulge a little bit in the things that we want to have. Um, but also, we can't forget to do the, to have these things, too. Like, these are some staples mm-hmm. that we got to remember. Totally. So, just, it's hard to be mindful of the choice words, but yeah, there. But that's part of parenting, right? And, you know, when we're talking about all those things, it's just, it's the little things that we can do to make it better, right? So, one of the things... Um, You know, we always like to talk about some advice or some tips that we have. Like, if you're having, like, that bad parenting day, you know, it's okay to put your kid in their room and have, like, quiet time for, like, five minutes. You know, whether to give them a book or two or whatever, and you just have them in, like, a safe space so you can have that five, ten minutes to yourself just to take a breather and to just give yourself that time Mm -hmm. to just, like... Woosa, like we say. A mama timeout. Goose baba. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, you know, and sometimes, like, you just need that, right? And that looks looks like putting your kids in the safest place for themselves so you can take that time too, yeah. right? So you're not doing something like yelling or, you know, um, a lot of times when, you know, one of the things like that is a big debate right now is like spanking your kid on the bum. And, you know, um, from like a perspective of like child and family services, like it is legal, but it's recommended that you do other things, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they, um, it's between the ages of two and 12, like open hand on the bum, leaving no mark. Right. But it does, they say there is like a developmental effect to it. And, um, you know, one of the things that comes around is like, yeah, you're like, that's allowed, right. If it leaves no mark. Um, but the other question of looking at it is like, when you're doing this, like, where is that coming from, right? Mm-hmm. Is it coming from a place, like, when you're doing that behavior, is it because you're frustrated or is it because it's, like, a teaching moment? Like, how is that being portrayed? Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important because a lot of times, you know, it's coming from a place where you have that lack of patience. You are short on your temper. You are yelling. You are frustrated. Like, you're at your end. Um, and that's, like, your last resort. But really, if you just, t- you just need to take that time and that space. And sometimes, like... 
they need that space from you too, right? You know, like Livy can advocate too. She's like, I like give you my space or I just like get out of my face or whatever that looks like in her mind. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to just take that too because um, we all need that. We all need that little bit of a break and just making sure that if you're feeling like you're getting worked up or like, you know, you look back and a lot of times we feel guilty because it it is something minimal, right? And we've just like kind of exploded it because we are at our end or we're just like tired and we're worn out and we're frustrated and Mm -hmm. we just need to take like that five, 10 minutes and just like refresh and then come back to it. And a lot of times your your kid is just ready and willing and open to do the same thing too at that point. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really important too, as you're going through these moments um, and you're having those, what we you'd maybe consider bad parenting days to just give yourself some grace um and really remember like we're not perfect there's no perfect parent out there we all have our moments we all get frustrated um just use those moments as opportunities to grow and to discover what you can do differently in the next time that something like this happens again um and then also to maybe like you said reflect and like is there any trigger is there any patterns how can you take time to work on you to break that down as well. Um, And to also prepare yourself for the unexpected Mm. when it comes to kids. We didn't really touch on this and what we said before, but like in the developmental things, well, we did touch on it a little bit. You know, your kid maybe wants to tie their own shoes and all that stuff. And that leads to us getting overwhelmed and frustrated because we're running late and all that stuff. Like if you have kids that you know are in this phase or they are trying to gain their independence or maybe they're, slow right now because <laughs> like they're, they're learning learning but we yeah. forget that give yourself some extra time like it may be an it seem like an inconvenience or an annoyance but like give mm-hmm. yourself that extra time so that if something does go awry you know you're prepared for that and you have the time totally. and you can slow down a little bit you can let them do the thing that you know they feel like they need to do themselves Libby's putting on her clothes like like the socks inside out and the shirts backwards and whatever and she's just like no leave it and then I'm like but it's it's wrong right but they're just like it's like taking the time again like you're saying and they're proud proud. she did it herself right and it's just like I need to yeah refocus and just like remind myself of that so totally i agree with like how can we learn with them yeah right yeah maybe we learn patience while they learn independence i don't know what that is (laughs) (laughs) very daunting again right like you're saying too and so progress over perfection right like parenting is an experience that we're all going through it does not come with a how-to guide it is like something you learn you know, looking back, like we talked about like adding another kid to your family a few episodes ago. And just like with the first, I was just like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? And with the second, you're like, how did I not know how to do this with one kid? Because two is so much harder, right? But yeah. it just, it doesn't come with a guide. And, and, you know, each family and each child is different and there is a learning curve and we won't be perfect at it. But we can use each moment as a chance like learn as we go and Mm -hmm. to grow like you said know better do better Mm -hmm. right so that's like my new line now i love that better do better mantra yeah. yeah so you know 
it's just, it's so important to just take that time and whatever that looks like for you to remind yourself to do that. So if it's mm-hmm. taking those five, 10 minutes, if it's journaling, if it's writing it down, if it's like waking up early and going over that and just like mentally having that time to prepare yourself for the day, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like to you to just make sure you're making that progress going forward. That even can look like finding help from other people. So like if you know, cleaning your house isn't something you want to take the time to do because you want to be more mindful with your time with your kids and maybe look like hiring Jade's Maid Co. or like hiring (laughs) help, right? Or just like, you know, you want to have that me time and you need like looking for family or a babysitter. Just like, like we said before, it takes a village and you aren't going to be able to do it on your own and that's okay. You shouldn't have to. No. So just allow yourself the ability to say, to reach out to other people and ask for help yeah. and to accept help if it's offered to you because that's a big one too you're like no 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 <laughs> it's okay i got, I got it, it. <laughs> yeah. you're just like and then fucking, you're like crumbling fucking. rocking yourself back and forth in the shower no. <laughs> accept help and then also when you when you do have the capacity as well to be supportive for other moms mm, like offer. you know pay it forward and when you have a little bit of overflow in your cup you know if you can give that when other people have it to give to you like it it is totally. a group effort the end of the day as well. I just well. jump in there real quick? Yeah. Speaking of this, um, so the other day I was at the mall with my sister. We had, I'd gone for lunch after an appointment or something like that. And I didn't have the kids, obviously. They were at daycare and I was with my sister and my nephew and just trying to like get out and just like feel less anxious and trying to like work throughout my life problems. But during this time, a woman was had a toddler who was like screaming, crying because she wanted to ride on one of those like wheeled electric toy. Yeah, yeah you know, talking about the big troll characters yeah. Yeah. cruise through the mall. Exactly, those. So her two, three year old was like screaming, crying. And as like this kid's like having a tantrum and she's carrying her, she's also pushing a stroller with her mm. newborn baby. Mm-hmm. So we like saw her and I like looked over and I was almost like to the point of staring, <laughs> you know, because I'm just, and it wasn't staring, so I'm like, fuck, like, get your kid in order it was just like my heart feels for you um and I looked at my sister and I was like I want to say something but we're also in that age of society where people are just like so guarded and so like "Mm, you're probably just being judgy or "Mm, you think this or whatever right we just that mom guilt creeps in and we're just thinking like oh they think I can't do it on my own and I, so we walked away and I kept walking and I was like, no, I have to say something. So I went up to her and I was like, excuse me. I was like, do you need like a hand? Like, can I push your baby stroller? Like, I'm not going to steal your kid, you know, but like, or like help you somehow because she was like mm-hmm. literally juggling, trying to like do deal with both these kids and the kids like still screaming, crying. And she's like, you know, at the point where she's like literally almost like putting her hand over her kid's mouth because she's still like <laughs> crying. <laughs> I'm like, man, maybe don't do that. But yeah. she's like, no, it's okay. I got it. I'm like, okay. Like, but I just wanted to be able to offer that to be like, I see you and I feel you. And if you let me just like at least offer to help. Yeah. You know what? I'm never saying like, oh, you're not good enough or oh, you know, it's so funny because we judge ourselves or we think that when people do that to us that they're just like critiquing us or judging us so bad when in reality when when we flip the script and do it to someone else we're like no i literally just want to be of help right yeah and just something to remember like that when people are doing that to us it's 90 percent of the time or whatever apparently like 99 this episode so 99 percent of the time they're doing it 
out of the kindness of their heart and to assist you um, because they've been there and they recognize that and they want to be able to help you. Yeah. Um, maybe like they couldn't have that help or they did get that help um, and do that for you. And it's not because they think you're a bad parent or uh, any other of the mom guilt excuses. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another thing you guys is that if, you know, if you're working or if you're not working, but you're taking some time for yourself or you're going out or whatever it is that you're doing, remember that you're doing that to be the best parent that you can be for them and to provide for them, whether it be financially or emotionally, because you're taking that time to recharge yourself. You're doing something for you, which is super, super important. And it also creates a space for you to miss your kids and to really appreciate and be grateful for the time that you do have together. Mm-hmm. When you have that little bit of separation that we feel so oh, so guilty about, mm-hmm. you deserve it. You yeah. need it. Go and take it. Go and do it. Take the job, the dream job that you've been hesitating about, or just go and get out of the house and whatever you got to do. Yeah. Isn't it funny, though, how we find ourselves it's easier to to rationalize being able to like have to work or have to do that but as soon as it comes to like something that's going to make us feel good it's just like no extra guilty yeah and and it's not it shouldn't like because in reality it's necessary it's needed right like you said you can't fill from an empty cup like how do you you know be the best you and show your kids like you know, you got to walk them through these things in life, right? Um, Mm. You know, we can't always, like, protect them from everything, but we definitely need to show them how to, like, show up and be their best and, like, use the, teach those tools to them that we are using or that we've used so that they can use them too and just be better, kinder humans. Mm -hmm. And we can't do that if we are being, like, you know, not filling our own cup or and being there for ourselves and taking the time for ourselves because then we end up having a short temper and we end up doing things we're gonna um regret or feel guilty about and that's not teaching them the right tools and that's because we don't have the capacity because we're not you know putting ourselves as our priority yeah absolutely um kind of to go into the eating as well so this is our last piece of advice for you guys um, that if you feel like your kids aren't eating enough, remember your kids will always eat when they're hungry. Brittany and I will link that Instagram profile yeah, for you guys notes. to go and check out um, in our show notes. But yeah, we have this assorted idea of what they need to eat. And it's okay not to be perfect when it comes to balanced meals. I mean, be mindful about what it is that we're doing, but also don't kill yourself over it. If you treat your kids or if you have an easy meal every once in a while, and it's okay if you want to sneak into their Halloween candy and have an arrow bar or five mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're sleeping. Yeah. No, totally. Exactly. And it's just like when we're talking about eating for them and eating, you know, for us, like we're always talking about body positivity and intuitive eating. It's the same for the kids too, right? Obviously, we want them to love themselves where they're at, mm-hmm. but also you want to move your body. You want to nourish your body with the right foods, but that doesn't always mean it has to be everything like super healthy and super this, but just like make sure it's balanced, make sure there's moderation, right? And just, you know, once a week or whatever it looks like for you it's okay and sometimes it's like the only thing your kid would eat Mm -hmm. is gonna eat so then you know what right now that's the best you you know you do the best you can with what you have if your kid is only gonna eat chicken nuggets and fries for five days you know 
I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, and, but that's just trying to introduce something else in there at the same time, right? So you put, you, maybe you put the chicken nuggets on their plate and the fries on their plate, but then you're also going to add grapes one day, or you're going to add cheese, or you're going to add something else just to try and keep, you know, as long as you're keeping at it, as long as you're, you know, you're trying, Mm -hmm. you're not giving up. (laughs) Yeah. I also think it's a really good opportunity too, is if you notice, like, let's say this guilt creeps in and like for me, for myself, I'm like, oh, wow, we've eaten chicken fingers and fries or this and fries and whatever and fries for the last five days. I've also eaten what they've eaten because I don't want to be bothered to make two other meals. So I've realized I haven't been eating the greatest. So that's an opportunity for me to be like, okay, I'm not making the best choices and they see me making these choices for them. So am I, you know, maybe I can use this as a moment to make a better choice overall for myself, for my own body. And then this is what I put on their plate as well. And if they ask me what, like, well, I want chicken nuggets and want fingers, like whatever it is they want, you know, me telling them I've made this healthy meal because, you know, we've, you know, we've been maybe missing some greens on our plates every once in a while. And this is a great recharge meal and we, whatever, but also educating them as we go. Like there are great books out there too. And maybe this page that you have has some information on how to teach our kids the importance of a balanced meal. Absolutely. And I think it's so funny because, you know, we're talking about giving your kids fries and chicken fingers or whatever. And I'm like, you feel guilty but there's like no judgment from me coming over here you're just like talking about giving them that and i'm like oh cool like so they had french fries and hot dogs and chicken nuggets all week like that's it right like there's no emotion attached i'm like oh my god like that is horrible becky like why would you ever give your kids (laughs) right um but same thing too with like giving the kids mcdonald's so you're just like oh that's so awesome and i'm just like Uh, yeah right but like Libby's been asking for it for a while and it was actually the one time I got to sit down with them and like eat the meal because they were saying like I don't have to like cook or clean or whatever so I actually I mean I didn't really sit down because my anxiety was going but I did try and have a little bit and sit down with them a little bit right so Mm -hmm. yeah just we're our own like worst critics right Mm -hmm. so we see what we're doing and we see that as an issue or a bad thing and and we're so quick to judge ourselves but i think that if we can just create the awareness around it too and then if we do think that there are some bad habits being formed and we can you know take the chance the opportunity to learn and to do better no better do better yeah no better do better no better do better no better do better but i think that's that's exactly right like you if you're noticing something that's bothering you and it's a consistent thing then it's it's taking that time to like look on it what's going on and what you can do the actionable steps to make it better so Mm -hmm. in this case of the food maybe that means you know doing a slow cooker meal maybe that means getting hello fresh like maybe that means you know getting a chef whatever right but like no (laughs) right Ooh, that'd be nice or but maybe it means like stopping at Sobeys and picking something up there instead of like getting fast food or whatever that looks like right but you can make those changes in different ways depending on what you notice where you're lacking right like maybe it means getting help there's so many different ways um that we can be doing that and it's just important to to take a look at that um especially if it's making you feel guilty because we don't want to continue living in this that feeling of feeling guilty the entire time, like growing up with our kids and doing these things, right? We want to give ourselves those positive affirmations as well and letting us know like we're doing the best we can with what we have, um, but to continue adding to what you have, right? Like it doesn't mean you have to stay stagnant and those are the only things that you can use in that toolbox. It means like reach out, like get those other things, like 
take the help from other people, right? There's so many other things that we can do to expand on that, to lessen the guilt we have, and to also empower ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that's important. Yeah, I think that... the guilt's never fully going to go away. We're always going to find little things to be guilty over. But if we can equip ourselves with some tools and just with even, you know, like a mindset of being able to work through these things, it can help really lessen, you know, the impact that the guilt has on the overall picture of things. So Absolutely. Because in the grand scheme of things, our kids are happy and healthy and love, you know, the family that they're in. And just remember to just embrace and acknowledge those little things because those little things to them are the big things right yeah and the days may be long but the years are so short yes (laughs) Uh, just keep telling myself i know um but we hope you guys we hope we provided you with some insight we hope we also provided you with a little bit of light on what it's like in a day of the life of us as well and how we're all not perfect but we're just doing our best and we're doing what we can with what we have and that is absolutely amazing so Mm -hmm. shout out to all the mamas out there yeah we see you we feel you and we're going through the same thing so you know if you see someone else struggling, offer them that help, right? Get, allow them to have that opportunity to to decline if they want to. But also um, just know that we're all facing similar or same struggles in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure that you subscribe and keep tuning in to future episodes. We love hearing from you. So let us know what you thought of this episode. And if there's any topic that you want to hear about or any questions you want answered, send us an email to the address we've linked below in the show notes. Remember to tell your friends about the show and don't forget...